0: Council Roundup continues now, brought to you by Head West Substop. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Well, after we uh, gave you a recap of some of the high points of last night's Springfield City Council meeting, the final meeting for several officials, we wanted to take another opportunity to check in with one of the officials who's Time on the council is coming to an end. Term limited out. Alderman Joe McMenamin representing Ward 7 for the last 12 years. But last night was his final meeting and uh, he joins us live this morning to talk a bit about what happened last night and about uh, you know what's been happening all along with the city government and where it goes from here and alderman first let me say thank you again for your service and uh, i just i'm i'm just wondering how you're feeling this morning having been through your final city council meeting as a springfield alderman
1: well thanks for your summary jim and glad happy great to be with you this morning I thought it was a, a memorable final meeting. I think you captured it very well. I think with the mayor's final words, you know, it was, it's was it been real, it's been fun, but not really fun or something <laughs> like that. You know, he had a sense of humor to the very end, very dignified. Um, he can be proud of his record. I think Julia, his sister, who doesn't always want to be called his sister, did an outstanding uh, summary. She read from some of the accomplishments of her uh, brother, the mayor. I you know you mentioned what a stellar job Julia has performed when she came in Jim she uh she didn't send out any uh broad every friday afternoon newsletter to everybody and uh she, at one of the town hall meetings someone suggested why don't you send out messages to all the uh, neighborhood associations and and get their email addresses and she started with about 50 email addresses Jim has grown to over 3000 email addresses and she has a comprehensive summary of news pertaining to the city government every Friday night. We're going to miss that. I hope someone can take it over. You've mentioned and commented on the need for not only a transition team, but then the transition members of the next uh, administration. And we don't know too much about that yet. We hope it works out for the better. Um, There's just a whole... You mentioned the I can jump from item to item. I can mention well, that A3 I, I, vote. There's some stuff behind that. Let me let
0: me ask you about that, because I, I want to get into that, and I, I have some of the other things you raised as well. But let me start with what happened last night with KidZM. EM. Uh, emergency passage. They said if it didn't pass last night, it was going to really hold up the process of making these roof repairs, maybe drive up the cost and things. And things stalled out because Alderman Roy Williams voted present on it. At that point, it was uh, seven uh, voting in favor, three voting present. And uh, it looked like it it could die and then suddenly alderman john Fulgenzi was back now help, help me out here because alderman fulgenzi has been participating by phone uh for the last several meetings at least uh and he had dropped off uh, out of the meeting uh when the regular business started and then suddenly he was back was that of his own volition or did somebody give him a little nudge to say hey can you come back and help us out here
1: well i got an inside story on that jim it was yours truly. When I saw we were one vote short, I got on my cell phone and I called him. And I said, hey, John, we need your help. Call into the clerk's office. Or, and then I also m- motioned to Frank Lesko. He was on the job, on on top of things. And, and then they, uh, he, so um, John Kennedy had signed off. He was no longer on the phone at all. And uh, so then uh, he came back. And uh, so then I didn't know exactly where he was. Usually he's at, at his restaurant, sitting at his table um so after the meeting i I said goodbye to a few people and then I, i ran off to the restaurant to thank him for being available for that Eight, what turned out to be an 8-3 vote, and uh, he was not at his restaurant, so then he called me a little bit later after that and said he, had a, he was at a steakhouse. Uh-huh. And he was at a steakhouse when he made that phone call to vote yes. Wow, so That's the, the backstory to it.
0: Alright, well, uh, so it did happen. Kazim gets their money, uh, but still obviously some lingering bad blood there. There was some back and forth with Alderman Williams and Alderman Purchase. Uh, there's, you know, just the, there's this real tension uh, that's in the air there. Uh, What does that uh, say to you uh, as a harbinger for the next city council going forward?
1: Yeah, there's going to be some uh, continuing tension there uh, between wards two, three and five. And I, to be honest, I didn't think it was fair to, for Ward 9 to kind of take sides on that um, back and forth. Uh, he kind of tried to lecture people, but he only lectured <laughs> two of the three at the end of the meeting. Uh, but, but, yeah, I don't—you know, I think Roy is making a mistake by thinking that Kizium is somehow something for Ward 5, something for Lakeisha Purchase. No, it's the Kizium is something for the entire city. Well, his point was that so
0: was, say, the broadband funding, uh, even though obviously targeted more to low income areas. But he says that was something that would benefit the whole community. And Alderwoman Purchase was uh, among those who voted in favor of uh, putting that or taking that funding out of the city budget.
1: Correct. She does deserve a huge hit for not supporting broadband earlier during the budget session, where we had $3 million um, set aside, uh, what we hope to be set aside for broadband, um, 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 you know, broadening of broadband, but um, and she deserves a hit for that, but I don't think the KidZeum was the context or the situation to draw attention to that because she's not really the sponsor of KidZeum. It's the mayor. It's, it's folks that are, you know, making the KidZeum come uh, with it, and they needed need a new roof, so I think he chose the wrong uh, situation to... Um, to remind uh, Lakeisha Purchase of some of her problematic votes. Um, with, with some of that... I think that...
0: Well, let me just ask, with some of that in the air right now, one of the ordinances that's on first reading, one of the last things put forward by Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder, was uh, calling on city officials to adopt a civility pledge. And this is something that Alderman will discuss uh, next week's Committee of the Whole and could vote on it later in the month. Uh, You won't be there for that. But I got to ask you, is that a good idea? And would you sign such a civility pledge if you were going to be continuing on in office?
1: Um, you raised, there are five good ordinances uh, at the end of that agenda, yesterday's agenda, not the ones that came in by special rule, but the the 201 through 205. And you're mentioning Resolution 205 is the resolution adopting a pledge of civility. I haven't read the wording of that, Jim, but that's actually something the uh, Illinois Municipal League is pushing for all the city councils to adopt, to try to just get everyone being more civil, because let's say, let's face it, we've had a president that's really set a sad standard for the whole country, and we have to kind of resurrect what's normal in, in the way uh, we, we uh, handle ourselves in public and as elected officials. So, um, so that comes from IML, not necessarily solely from the mayor, uh, Langfelder.
0: But you're you're known as someone who will be blunt when you feel that it's necessary uh, and you, you don't necessarily engage in what I sometimes think of as, as kind of an insincere faux civility uh, if uh, the situation doesn't necessarily call for that. So I guess I'm, I'm wondering, w- would you sign such a civility pledge if, if you were still going to be on the council?
1: I haven't read it yet, but I, I hope I would because right. you know civility is important. Not that we always can, you know, control ourselves to the extent that we would like to, but it should be our desire and, t- and intention to to be civil and to conduct ourselves in a way that we can make everyone proud of what uh, democracy is all about
0: you know i don't know if i've asked you about this before and i am curious about it now that it has uh, led to the the end of your tenure here what are your thoughts about the the city's term limit policy here that forced you out of office uh, is, is this in your mind a, a good idea to have this or should it just be, been left up to the voters to decide if it was time for you to go
1: I'm okay with it. I think it forces us. You know, if there are term limits, it forces us to work a little bit harder during the time that we're on the council. We can't take it for advan- uh take it uh, for granted. I think um, at the legislative level, I'd be more in favor of term limits for the leadership positions. So the leadership positions have to rotate as opposed to just the elected being elected. Because um, I think there is a lot of institutional knowledge that needs to, you know, retain, be retained um, in the state legislatures and the con- uh, federal legislatures. But at the city council level, I think it's a, overall it's a good idea. I, I think it brings in new energy. You know, uh, it, after you're in there for a while, Jim, and you've you got name recognition, it, is, it, gets, it can get easier to get reelected every time. And, but you need new people, new blood. New, um, um, you know, new initiatives t- to make, uh, hopefully to keep our uh, democracy and our all our civic life alive. So I'm okay with it.
0: Talking with Springfield Alderman Joe McMenamin, who uh, was at his final city council meeting as an alderman last night. And Alderman, we talked to you a week ago, and uh, you mentioned it uh, then, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier this morning, about your concerns over a perceived lack of transparency for the incoming Bush administration. We haven't heard anything about appointments yet. We haven't heard anything about who is actually advising her on a transition team. And you said last week you'd have more to say about that, so I wanted to give you the opportunity. Uh, what uh, what should we be taking away from, from all of that?
1: Well, I think what it says to us so far that we don't know anything about the transition team. We don't know uh, who might be filling what positions that uh, were somewhat in, maybe in trouble. Uh, and, you know, we talk about the elected uh people uh elected officials leaving but you know there's a there's that next layer of folks uh you know, Budget Director McCarty mentioned that Julie Zoldegar is leaving. You know, that's huge. We didn't talk enough about Jim Zirkel. He has sacrificed incredibly for our city, and it's not easy to get those 30 ordinances out every every two weeks. And he's got uh, one of his top people by the name of Vanessa Pullman. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's outstanding. And she, she, you know, they, there's so many people behind the scenes that do incredible things for our city. Um, I could name some others. I think uh, in the legal division, Katia McMaster, she might leave. So I think there's a lot of shoes to fill here uh, by the new mayor. And, you know, it's one thing to run for office. It's another thing to be thinking ahead of time, to, to be, you know, uh, do backwards planning, where you, you um, think what you're going to be doing after you get elected, not just what you're going to be doing to get elected. So I'm concerned about the transition. Uh, we got a lot of folks that um, we're going to miss, uh, and, and then Zirko, Zirko and uh, Pullman and, and McMaster's in the legal department. I'm an, an attorney, so I appreciate the Lions job they perform, and uh, there's no more a difficult job in Sangamon County than being city attorney for the city of Springfield. It's a massive responsibility. You talk about, you know, some people can be an expert in environmental law. Some people can be an expert in contract law. Some people can be a, an expert in, you know, you name it, but Jim Zirkle has to kind of cover the entire broad field, and uh, his business background has been uh, very helpful to us. So um, we're, we're going to miss him, and, uh, of course, we're going to miss mostly Mayor Langfelder. From my point of view, he's done an outstanding job. We didn't agree on everything. You know, Lake 2, I think Lake 2 is now dead, and which I'm kind of happy for because Mr. Busher kind of recognized that the uh, the water demands had shifted. During the last fifty years, um, and some there 's some other uh, this beautification that uh, misty Busher has pr- promoted. I think we have to you know measure her by how much she accomplishes for those um those gateways that come into downtown let's see how they look in four years and uh alderman we'll see uh, who might come forward
0: i'm almost out of time here and i wanted to ask you about one other thing real quickly which uh we got word last night even while the council meeting was going on horace mann saying that uh, talks with the uh, downtown springfield heritage foundation to save that last remaining building in the downtown historic district that that uh, they'd fallen apart they couldn't find an investor for it so they're going to go ahead with demolition your reaction to that and what happens now
1: well, I think, you know, there's a seller for that second lot. Um, I think there was a, I think, the, I'm disappointed in, in, in summary. I'm disappointed that we, uh, that Horace Mann could not um, do something better than knocking down that building. I think uh, the Heritage Foundation had a good plan. I think Horace Horseman could have released themselves from their obligation to purchase that, that second building that's not yet knocked down, I think they're gonna bind it for next to nothing, and the Heritage Foundation could have bought it and could have um, done something with it. I think uh, the, uh, sadly, Horace Mann is kinda of doing what they want for themselves and not thinking more broadly for the downtown uh, itself for the future right.
0: alderman we're out of time uh again thank you for your service to the community and uh, i hope our paths will continue to cross in one form or another and if you ever feel the need to speak out and want to come on the air you know where to find us
1: i didn't mention wmay last night uh, i mentioned the two people that typically show up at council meetings uh dave Dahl and Stephen uh, Spiri, who i think maybe they were left out of the uh the uh victory party uh, a month ago <laughs> Uh, But uh, WMAY does an outstanding job. You and Greg Bishop and the others, um, thank God that you come to uh, government. Thanks for what you do, Jim.